okay without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, and I'm Em. And that's Autumn. Hi, it's me. We're back. It, we're back. Feels like it's been three years since we recorded one of these, I'll be honest. It, I know it's been two weeks, but <laughs> you told me three three years and I believe you me getting sick and just not this is the first podcast i've recorded in i think seven or eight days um Mm -hmm. has just totally destroyed my sense of like time and place (laughs) this week has been the longest week of my life because i've just been unable to speak into a microphone it's weird uh well i'm glad you're better enough (laughs) to do this um I I spent a lot of time with Batman while I was sick. That's good, because I sure didn't. (laughs) I watched, um, I watched a bunch more Titans. Um, I got in season two now. Yeah, I'm midway through season two. Um, hell yeah. I'm really liking the Deathstroke they have in this season. I like the guy Mm -hmm. they got. Um, I, uh, and of course I'm getting like a a decent amount of batman but it's not overbearing i know season three is like just a batman season you said right batman himself isn't really in it but yes they just are in gotham doing gotham shit okay but yeah i'm um i'm liking like the the titan stuff and then i really like the guy they got to play bruce i haven't seen him as batman at all yet but um i really Uh, like how old they went with for bruce on this show so um glenn Ian? that sounds right i don't know how to say his last name because it's i a i n i think mm-hmm. no sorry ian glenn uh we had it backwards um he is his accent is such an adventure because that is not a man <laughs> who speaks american english <laughs> he's scottish he's extremely scottish if you've seen if, if anyone here has seen um the live action resident evil movies he plays one of the bad guys like i think maybe in the first movie he's like one of the big bads of the of all of like of the whole like meta franchise oh okay i haven't seen any Um, of those movies so but yeah no he's like an old ass bruce like he's like fucking in his late 50s maybe even early 60s and he's been batman forever you never see this kind of bruce i know it's really good um yeah uh i i like the whole cast generally the only actor i don't really care for is the guy who plays jason todd i don't i he's a bit much for me but i um i enjoy his stuff next season but i agree with you where you're at now i know um from like the big banner on hbo that at some point he's gonna transition into being red hood and maybe i'll like him there when he's like maybe two percent less immature you know um it's 
yeah, I'm curious what you think, but yes, it, there's there's stuff ahead, lots of stuff ahead. <laughs> um, besides that, um, I read Robin Year One, which I thought was fucking fantastic. Oh, it's so good! It looks good. It, it's well written. It's just banger. Just a great comic. Yeah, the, um, I really like um all the Two Face stuff. It felt like the. It kind of felt like, in some ways, that I don't know when the book came out, but it felt like a really good realization of, like, a lot of the stuff that I've loved in the animated series, but wished was, like, a little more developed. It felt like it brought some of that stuff out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and Dick is just fantastic in it. Um, Gordon is... This is from This is from 2001. Oh, okay. So it's probably, like, any, 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 like resemblance to the animated series that i'm picking up on is probably intentional the thing i always felt about it was that it was like riffing on the ideas of long halloween and dark victory which Mm. ended up being a kind of robin origin story in its own way right yeah i've read read long halloween i have not read dark victory um okay so because dark victory is specifically a two-faced story Um, oh okay i didn't realize that okay yeah i should i should get around to that um yeah. i probably probably the next like batman thing i'm gonna read is batgirl year one because i love batgirl yes. um but um yeah I'll, I'll bump that up on my list um i didn't realize that was like a two-face robin i knew i knew robin was on the cover but i didn't know much about it mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but yeah really really love that book um and then oh yeah this apparently this literally is meant to robin year one is meant to be like the sequel like when it came out it was the sequel to dark victory i that's just not me thinking about that that is just true oh okay okay well uh maybe night year nightwing year one man i haven't read that i need to read that yeah i um when i was just i was on get comics for like two hours just like um downloading shit and like organizing files because sometimes you just want to organize files to relax and um, I saw that Nightwing Year One thing, and I was like, I've literally never seen this. Like, I didn't know this was a thing that existed, um, mm-hmm. and I want to check it out. So, yeah. Um, plus, it's Chuck Dixon, and so even if it's not like directly, I assume it ties in like in some ways to like the Nightwing ongoing he did in the nineties. Um, mm-hmm. At the very least, like thematically, I assume. So that would be fun to read. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, when did that come out, Nightwing Year One? I don't know. The The link on Wikipedia didn't go to the actual book. just went to the Nightwing page, so you know it. Nobody cares. Ah, uh, damn. Damn, damn, damn. Yep. Um, what was the other Batman stuff? Um, I read a couple... You watched a bunch of movies that I don't... Yeah. I don't they all seem <laughs> bad, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um... Two of them I watched with Nora, and so I'll just talk about those on export. Um, mm-hmm. The two I watched with Nora were Superman, Man of Tomorrow, and um, oh, what was the other one called? It was Batman. What was the one that we watched? The Batman one. Uh, I, Nora doesn't remember either. That's how. Huh? Oh, we watched ba- we watched Superman Man of Tomorrow. We watched All Star Superman. That was it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> that, I love that comic, but that movie was fucking atrocious. Um, but the Batman movie that I watched by myself before Nora was awake was um, Batman Soul of a Dragon, which I did mm-hmm. just want to talk about because um, 
much uh Bruce Tim is an executive producer. Sam Liu directs it. Sam Liu does a lot of these DC animated movies these days. Um and much like the episode we watched this week, it's just super racist against Asian people. <laughs> it's just Batman Soul of the Dragon is a it came out like last year and it's a sort of Elseworlds thing about like Batman um training and it's like or it, it's half flashbacks to Batman training, half like, ooh, this villain from when he was training has come back. And it's like him and various racist depictions of Asian people and a very racist like version of Bronze Tiger um, doing like 70s spy thriller martial arts movie stuff. Um, and it's just so goddamn racist in all the ways that oh, yeah, we got we've got is. we've got richard dragon we've got lady shiva we've got O sensei we got all the bangers of martial artists in uh this universe and, and and it was very funny like like being like wow bruce tim is always like this and then a couple days later watching this episode that we're going to talk about for the show this week and being like wow bruce tim's been like this for 30 years he hasn't stopped this is not this episode is not bruce tim's baby i would like to point out (laughs) batman in general is like this i assume because i think this is frank miller's fault i don't have anything to like prove this i just assume that frank miller being the foundation on which modern batman is built and also he was doing that right around the same time he was putting a bunch of ninjas and daredevil is why everything's like this i you're probably not wrong i also um because I didn't really recognize Richard Dragon or O Sensei or Lady Shiva. Apparently, those are all Denny O'Neill originals. So yeah, just... Lady Shiva shows up in a lot of like, not a lot of, but in some like Birds of Prey books as just like she's the lady who fights better than Batman or as good as Bat. Depends on who's right, so I guess any given time, uh, mm. Lady Shiva rules. <laughs> Um, a lot of Birds of Prey is about who's the strongest martial artist in the DC universe, um, more than you would suspect. <laughs> Okay, I would have suspected zero. So because Black Canary usually hangs up there at the top, like five or ten, depending on who's writing her. So okay, a lot of it's about people who fight real good. I I really only know Black Canary from a couple comics here and there, and from the Arrowverse stuff. Is she mm. like trained by League of Assassins stuff in the comics as well? No, she was trained by um the the cat guy from the justice society you know what i'm talking about i think so this is ringing i can't think of that guy's name um i mean i guess it depends because there's definitely i think justice i think um the, the thing i'm saying is a thing that is true in the justice league animated show so i'm like oh yeah of course wildcat wildcat's that guy's name um but um i think there's stuff with her in the league of assassins in birds of prey okay um, I should I should get around to reading like Birds of Prey stuff. Um, I downloaded. I should, some. I should reread Birds of Prey at some point. Yeah. Um, I downloaded some, but I just haven't like started picking at it yet. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just remembered one last Batman thing that I watched with Nora. Um, and Nora, I guess Nora and I will probably do more of an episode about this. Um, mm-hmm. at some point. But I wanted to talk about it with you a little bit because um, I saw Batman v Superman when it came out and did not like that yes. movie. And mm. then um, you have always been 
the biggest Batman v Superman fan that I have known. I would um, say when I when I saw the theatrical version, I was positive. I was like positive with caveats because it's a fucking mess. And then when I saw the director's cut, just yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of that movie. I don't I don't agree with its vision of Batman, but I don't agree with basically anyone's vision of Batman, so that's fine. <laughs> well, yeah. So that was when when um, the Snyder Justice League came out. Um, I watched that, having not liked Batman v Superman, having not liked Man mm-hmm. of Steel, was so totally blown away by his Justice League and. Um, his Justice League I, was very much like, this is not the version of Superman that I like. This is not the version of Batman that I like. But he's doing his own story, and I do really like the story that he's doing. Um, mm-hmm. And so this was... Nora and I this week watched um, the director's cut of Batman v Superman, which I had never seen. Um, it's so much more coherent. There's like a whole subplot in there that was this <laughs> theatrical movie. You're like, what the fuck's happening? It helps a lot that the movie makes sense now. It helps yeah. a lot that they added another 30 minutes so that the movie makes sense. Um, yes. And also, I think my my taste has changed. Um, I thought that movie was really fucking fantastic. I I yeah. loved that movie. <laughs> I um, I think the stuff with like what Batman's doing where he's like branding criminals and they get murdered in prison because they've been branded by the Batman. All that stuff's kind of dumb and doesn't actually seem to be germane to the rest of the film. But no. all of his interactions with Superman is like, he witnessed a God come from the heavens and do a nine 11 to his building specifically. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's got a, he's, he's messed up about it and he's not going to therapy because he's fucking Bruce Wayne. Um, <laughs> the first like 30 minutes of that movie are, are, are like, Bruce Wayne watching 9-11 happen and then like yeah. like Superman going and just like stopping Lois Lane from getting involved in the plot of the first Iron Man movie. <laughs> yeah. The um it's bananas. The, the opening title card that's just like the world is introduced to the Superman is just like, damn, that's fucking it. That's the thing that Snyder can do that no one else can do. It's is so like, good. Just gesture to these broader mythic things that like just movie people aren't making movies about this stuff Um, no i yeah i i was while i was watching i was really struck like i say like these are not the versions of these characters that i really like but i think he understands like superheroes as like mythic things in a way that is like Mm -hmm. not cringe in a way that i think like you know um morrison trades in a lot of like superhero is myth and it's very cringe (laughs) The way the way in which specifically Bruce and Lex both see this as like the intrusion of the supernatural on a world they thought they understood. And yeah. Lex is like, I'm going to embrace the space technology magic. And uh Bruce plants his fleet feet and says, I'll kill God if I have to, is just fucking good. It's just spicy and it's got some friction, and I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I um I liked Eisenberg's um uh, Lex a lot more this time than I ever had before. Um, mm-hmm. I I think it's a bit over the top, but um, it worked for me this time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, and the then, bit at yeah. the end where he's just like he's like you know doing the the thing in jail with like the bell ringing and like dark sides coming. Fucking great! Oh, it's just so incredible. good! It's so good. <laughs> um, and uh, it it helps you know seeing the movie the first time. One, that scene is, like, much shorter um, Mm -hmm. in the theatrical um, in a way that makes it kind of incoherent. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, 
to like seeing that scene this time and knowing that it leads to another movie that I really like does help that scene work a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad we were never going to get the like promise of him on the boat hiring Deathstroke being like, I need you to kill the fucking Batman, please. Thank I you. know. Like, because Ben Affleck does not want to be in this shit. Like, Warner Brothers yeah. is like turbo canceled all these movies. I don't care. Um, yeah. But the like, oh yeah, that was another thing about both Justice League and Batman v Superman is that I like when um, these superhero movies respect me enough to just put the like post credits thing in the actual movie um, mm-hmm. rather than making me sit through like um, bullshit like Marvel movies do. Because <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 Deathstroke um, Lex Luthor stuff is fun at the end of Justice League, and I wish we got that mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> Yeah, they were they were ready to sh- they were ready to shoot that movie like they were good to go and it just never happened. Yeah. Um. Oh, the last thing I just wanted to say was just the like the 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 way that Snyder takes all the mythic stuff and then is like laser focusing it on like post nine eleven like bullshit and just has like three hours to explore like every post 9-11 feeling a movie could possibly explore it sounds like it would be the worst movie ever but i had a great time <laughs> yeah but when you like compared to like age of ultron and civil war which are doing the same thing or like yes. the dark knight rise or the, sorry just the dark knight uh, which is also doing the same thing you're like man say what you will about snyder he's like he's not like super thoughtful about human emotion mm-hmm. um but he knows how to make a picture. Yes. Yes. I think like, like this movie is just like one more fun and two better at actually like interrogating the things that it's about than like the Marvel movies that sort of gesture at, um, Mm -hmm. being about these things. Um, and certainly better than like the dark Knight. Yeah. (laughs) Far and away better than the dark Knight. (laughs) There is that sequence where Batman kills like 20 guys and it's fucking sick. It's so fucking sick. <laughs> Batman kills 20 guys so he can have the opportunity to save a Martha. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, big fan of that movie. I just watched it uh, a couple months ago. I got the like trilogy set of all the like 4K Blu-rays and been working through them. Uh, Man of Steel is like better than I remember hating that movie. I thought it was okay, but it's not great. It's still not great. I should revisit it so that I can like at least sort of like know my feelings on it now because I I walked out of it really, really hating that movie and I feel like I don't know that I'm going to come around on it but I think I could like be a little more relaxed of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's, That's probably true. Um uh but yeah that's everything um batman related that um i read and watched uh in our time off so nice um i guess we should get into it then uh our episode this week is night of the ninja uh the 35th episode of batman the series it aired october 26 1992 one day before my what would that be uh seventh birthday oh nice um, this is written by Steve Perry, directed by Kevin Altieri, animation by Dong Yang Animation Co. Limited. Autumn, what happens in this fucking episode? <laughs> Bruce Wayne has been getting serially robbed by a ninja. Um, <laughs> um, 
Oh, God. What's the sticks? <laughs> uh, honestly, you could do the do the summary in three sentences. One, Bruce Wayne has been serially robbed by a ninja. Two, he has some flashbacks while um, he doesn't tell Dick or Alfred about um, his history, though they can kind of sort of piece it together. Um, three, um, uh, um, Bruce Wayne is kidnapped along with Summer Gleason by the ninja, but Robin is able to track them down and sort of helps out so that uh, Bruce Wayne can kick the ninja's ass. And the ninja gets away, but it's fine. Because Bruce Wayne is like, I'll just kick his ass a second time. It's fine. <laughs> <coughs> it is the most bare bones uh, episode that we have watched for this show since the early days, I feel like. It's really funny because like, I'm like, oh, there's like a bunch of stuff with Kyoda Ken. None of it's in this episode. It's in the next episode he shows up in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right. It's like the, 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 you know, the, the heart strike that makes you die and the fucking fight on the volcano. Next episode. Not in this one. Not in this one. This is, this um, is threadbare. This is, this is him going Wayne song over and over again. You're like, mm, I hate it. I fucking hate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Br Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is not only a billionaire. He's the only white person who's ever received actual racism from another people. <laughs> And it was from the Japanese when he was training to learn to be a, a ninja? Question mark? Couldn't tell if that was ninja school or just a regular karate class. It, no, it's just like, it's just a martial arts dojo, right? Yeah. Um, but the, there's a ninja training, a guy who will become a ninja there, training there. Mm -hmm. um, but like, it really conflates like, like samurai shit with ninja shit with just like martial arts shit in a way that like, I get it. I I guess I don't get it fundamentally. I was born in 85. I was uh -huh. not born in like 75. I was not alive for like the ninja wave that hit America in the 70s. Just like a fucking truck. Every thought, everyone was like, ninjas are the coolest shit thing that's ever lived. That's why we say ninjas instead of ninja. It's not even a proper plural. Um, <laughs> because it was so prevalent in the culture. I just missed that. I saw Ninja Turtles on TV. I thought they were pretty cool. But like, that's as far as it went for me. It's like, I don't have this like weird fetishization of the idea of ninja that Per, like is pervasive in this episode you gotta be old you gotta be an old motherfucker to think this shit's cool and yeah. I, I say this to somebody like oh i'll watch a shaw brothers movie right now that's different <laughs> yeah i um like i i also like i watched ninja turtles as a kid um and there was definitely a lot of like ninja and, and samurai and like martial arts stuff that was like on TV, like I definitely watched Jackie Chan Adventures as a kid too, or or Shaolin. That was Showdown. that was after my time. Both those were after my time. <laughs> I said Shaolin Showdown, and Nora made like a, a cringy, cringy face. That that I, show is turbo racist. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so I definitely like as a kid, like absorbed a lot of like. A lot of this, like, very, um, definitely as a kid was watching a lot of, like, very frankly, like, racist stuff on TV about all this sort of things, but it just never mm. hit for me in the way that it hits for some people, I guess, because, like, yeah. you just watch the show and you're like, 
wow, everybody making this show is just like obsessed with like ninja stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the idea that like Batman is conflated with a ninja because he like strikes from the darkness or whatever is just like the historical ninja is just not that big a deal. Like there were some peasants yeah. who were really mad at like the samurai because the samurai are class like classes assholes. Like samurai are rich people who suck. And the ninja were like farmers who were like, we're gonna cover our faces, we're gonna fuck up the cops. That's what historical ninja were. They barely existed um historically. Um and so like this idea of like there was there was two students of this great martial arts master and one of them was fucking Bruce Wayne, the rich guy who's touristing Japan to learn how to fight good and a guy who secretly is going to become a ninja who wants to steal a sword for reasons. <laughs> is the sword magical? This show's not going to commit to that yet. If if this was a Just League episode, that sword would cut time and space and you'd be like, oh, of course he wants to steal it. Yeah, that was the other thing is uh, uh, partially because I'm coming off of... Um a bunch of these DC animated movies where the sword absolutely is magical. Um, yeah. Like I was waiting for the reveal about the sword, but I think he was just planning to sell the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's easier ways to make money than steal the sword of your master. It's, it's very funny when um, uh, the, the guy is like Bruce Wayne, you uh, like, got me kicked out of the dojo and I had to become a thief. And Bruce is like, I think you got kicked out of the dojo because you were a thief. Yes. <laughs> um, very funny. Line. Also, also his distinguishing feature is a Yakuza tattoo. Cause we're just mashing it all together. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, um, what did you think of, um, one Kevin Conroy's, um, Kevin Conroy's young Bruce Wayne voice and two, oh, his, his up pitched Bruce Wayne is so <laughs> fucking weird. It's weird. Also, it's his face bizarre. looks weird. Everything about him is weird. They gave him Dick Grayson's haircut to convince yeah. you that he's young Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yes. Which is very funny. Um, um, also, Dick gets chumped out like four different times in this episode in a way that was this, kind of a bummer to me. This episode has... One, it just redoes the Robin's Reckoning thing, but this time Dick just rolls over. We already did those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> like, th these should be in opposite order, where, like, you do the thing, and th Bruce is like, I need, fuck you, you're not going. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess it makes sense because you're fighting a ninja, and I don't know how to deal with ninjas. I'm just Dick Grayson. And the next time he's like, no, he keeps doing this to me. Like, you have a story. Because of the way the show is produced and aired, they just don't have the idea of the continuity down in the right. like, need for that. Um, but it's all right there on the page. Um but he does, there's a bit where he comes in to save Batman and just gives the most like 70s cartoon speech where he's like, I wonder if it's in the quotes here, um, because it's just cringe. It's just fucking cringe um, where he, yeah, it's not in here where he's like, oh, I, you know, he's a bit of a pain and he's like real gruff, but you got to love him. Oh, and I'm like, right. this is just some yeah. like 90s attitude shit. I hate it. Oh, it's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one bit where he's talking about um <laughs> there's a bit later actually because kind of cute but then he ruins it um by saying no problemo where uh he saves batman and the ninja runs away or whatever and then he does like a batman voice where he's like thanks for saving my bacon robin and then he's like hey no problemo <laughs> and i'm like oh this show is so made in 92 show is so much sometimes <laughs> and then he describes he describes something 
Oh, there's a bit where in maybe the secretly most racist scene in the movie, in the show, uh, Bruce gets into a uh, limousine and gets gassed by Kyoto Kai dressed yes. as like the, the, the driver. But he, yes. it's, he's just in full on like 30s yellow peril get up because yes. the show is all lifting from 30s iconography. Um, anyway, later there's a bit where he's like, I thought, I thought Samurai was supposed to be honorable. The, the gas gun's not really according to Hoyle. And I was like, I don't think even in the nineties, someone who's like 18 knows what the fuck Hoyle is enough no. to say, according to Hoyle, Hoyle's like a playing card company. Like he's saying like, oh, because like game rules. He's talking about like old timey game rules. <laughs> this show, this show is so much. <laughs> Yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, um, it's fucking weird. Uh, all that stuff seems really hokey. Like it's just a different. It's just such a like creaky take on Dick Grayson that doesn't fit with what the show has already done. Like we had Robin's Reckoning. You can't do this now. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't help that like all this, like all this, like racism and weird stuff and just not knowing what the fucking ninja is um is all in service of a pretty bad episode of the show even if you like don't like even if you took all of that out of it it's just some guy robbed bruce wayne seven times before batman decided to do anything about it um yeah. and then batman saves the day that's it um yeah Oh. Uh, Bruce Wayne just walking into like a police scene or whatever and uh, looking at like a <laughs> shuriken and like, oh, the, the chain of evidence. You can't touch that. <laughs> Bruce being like, oh, right. I'm not like in my mask because because uh, if I had the cowl on, I could touch this all I wanted. <laughs> yes. Um, weirdly, the thing that I thought was like the best stuff in this movie, in this episode is Summer Gleason just like being a real reporter and kind of like trade like on this story before anyone had really put it together she's like following bruce wayne around there's a bit where she tries to sneak up on him and they just have like a conversation and it's good i'm like this is what why is she not a real character in the show because like they have i know that she's like meant to be the vicky vale standing but why isn't she like a person because this stuff's like good yeah yeah bruce saying like why have you been following me all evening because he's like kind of being gruff and irritated about the whole situation yes. um i thought it was like a good moment and then like yeah, I, I had the same feeling of, like, I wish Summer Gleason was, like, a real character that had, like, things going on. Yeah. It's weird that we haven't ever gotten the, like, Summer Gleason episode, and I don't think we're going to. No, I don't think know? there's one. And I don't I don't want her to be, like, she's dating Bruce, and she's going to find out. I don't need, like, the, the yeah. Silver St. Cloud story, right? Yeah. Um, I don't need a full, like, Summer Gleason, like, plot line, just, like, an episode where, like, she is a character, you know? Yeah. As as the one working reporter in Gotham City, she should like know things. Uh, right. And this one scene has her doing that. Um, Bruce is also just like an asshole. There's this weird scene where Alfred and Dick are just like talking to each other about like Bruce's emotional state. And Bruce overhears them. Um, and the, Dick is like, oh, no, he, he heard us say that. But like Alfred is also alarmed and afraid that Bruce overheard them. Alfred's not afraid of anything Bruce Wayne could do or say ever. No. I just refuse to believe it. <laughs> Alfred, um, literally like two seconds prior was like, oh yeah, master Bruce was, um, <coughs> pardon. Um, master Bruce was training, uh, in Japan. And I was like 
out tasting tea. Like, yeah, Alfred's living. Alfred's chilling. What does he care? <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Uh, this one's all over the map, like tone wise. Um, and on top of that, you have the literal nothing plot of I, I have to fight the ninja, but I can't have Summer see my secret identity. So I need to have Robin uh, cover her cover her up with a carpet so she can't <laughs> see me fight as Batman. <laughs> But also, apparently, she can't hear Batman fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so. Well, I mean, he he does the voice, and Kyoto doesn't say anything about like why. What if Kyoto Ken was like a Wayne Sod? Why are you using such a terrible voice? <laughs> why do you sound like Batman? <laughs> that um, in that Batman Soul of the Dragon movie I watched, that literally happens where um. Richard Dragon and Bruce Wayne are fighting some guys um, Mm -hmm. and Bruce is being kind of useless. And then the lights go out and Batman shows up. They they fight all the guys. Then Richard Dragon is like, Bruce, why did you have to go put on a costume to be good at kicking ass? (laughs) Which was pretty funny. It's a good question. Because Richard, like, immediately knows, like, oh, that's Bruce. He just put on his ass-kicking suit. Why is he dressed like that? <laughs> he needs it. If he's going to fight anyone, he needs it. <laughs> um, anyway, I think we're done with this episode. I yeah, no, like. no. I think we're done. This is this is not a great episode. Uh, we'll get more Kyoto Ken later, and I remember that one being kind of... It's It's a lot more happening at the very least even yeah. if it's not better i don't imagine so. tonally it's going to get much better but i imagine it will get more fun yep so um so next week we'll be covering cat scratch fever oh is that another Catwoman is... episode i assume yes it is yep nice i don't remember this one at all i'm sure once i okay. watch it i'll be like oh this one but it's not really i bet you will <laughs> um anyway where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore big. You can find most of my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. You should listen to Abnormal Mapping, our game club. We just recently put an episode on uh, Metal Gear Acid 2, and uh, people seem to really like that one. That's a cool game. It's put me back in Metal Gear brain, which is a bad place to be. But <laughs> oh. Um. I just finished playing Silent Hill 1, and I'm, like, thinking about playing Metal Gear Solid 1, but also I'm like, I don't want to be Metal Gear brained. I just don't. Have you played Metal Gear before? Um, I have played Metal Gear Solid 3, and I have watched Let's Plays of 1 and 2, but I have never played okay. either. I think if you just played 1, you would not go fully Metal Gear brained. Yeah, I think I could be normal about that game. Yeah, it's just a good game. It's just a fucking good video game. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I played Metal Gear Solid 3 because I was told back in the day, well, it's a prequel, so you should start with that one, which is no. fucking wrong. Anyway, that anyway, where can people find you? I don't want anyway. to talk about Metal Gear. Where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me online at autumnal underscore coffee. You can go to exportodd.io, which is the Patreon page. It's been a little slow over there this week on account of Nora and I being sick, but um, we'll get the we'll get the engines revving here soon. Um. Hey, you can give us a dollar a month and you can get this podcast early. It comes out on Mondays. You could get Bag End Book Club, um, which should have just gone up yesterday as you're listening to this, um, uh, about the penultimate three chapters of The Return of the King. I thought that was a really good uh, episode of the podcast. Um, yeah. 
um, or need stairwells, which will be back soon. Uh, Nia got sick, and then I got sick, so it's really just taken a month off the life of ornate stairwells in an annoying way, but um, we'll get back there. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and for $5 a month, you can uh, listen to Pop Town Funk, which we were getting caught up on, and then we got sick, and that's derailed Pop Town Funk. So that's great. We're doing great. <laughs> Uh, this podcast, as all of said, comes out every Monday, uh, free, free episodes a week later, but you should be on the Patreon. Give, give export a dollar. Damn. Give them five because pop town's good. Um, and, uh, tell your friends about the Batman. Um, if you want to talk to either of us, we're in the discord. You just go abnormalmapping.com. There's a link to the discord. There's a whole channel just for export. And that's where we'll talk about Batman. Um, there's a superheroes channel, but I don't really go in there. Really, I'll be honest. I I um I check it when I want to ask questions, but I don't keep up with it, yes. unfortunately. Well, here's the thing: is I fucking hate Marvel. So, and that's, that's... What, and for because the world is the way it is. This is Disney's fault, really. Um, everyone is talking about Marvel all the time. That's the thing: is that it's just like I uh I just don't. I don't want to keep up with the latest MCU news, so I don't always check the channel. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, I don't um, watch those movies. Yeah, no, I'm out. I tapped out, and I've never felt better. I'm never going back. There's, I don't think there's a single movie they could put out that'll get me back. Fingers crossed that I'm not full of shit. I can't think. I can't think of anything. They put out another. They put out the Tobey Maguire movie, and I didn't care. I don't think I can ever. I don't think I'm ever going back. Other than it's on Disney Plus, it's a Tuesday night, and we just want to put something on. Uh, I guess we'll put on this movie as a, like a to make fun of. I it. watch I watch anime when I'm in that mood. So. <coughs> uh, anyway, we got to be done. I've got nachos on the other side of finishing this podcast, so we'll be back next week. Until next time, Batman. Batman. Batman.